the the basics were yeah opening was a bunch of combat um you did defeat a pack of wolves and a hellhound summoned by the witch uh the old woman uh you were there to grab some belladonna which i think is nightshade to infuse a mass scale brew to cure the town from its uh uh disease uh that i'm now blanking on the bubonic plague adjacent it was something uh, that was like the bubonic plague but based on it but right as rex said in his last recap the pus was not there and that's very important yeah right um so you guys had successfully defeated the the animals you got the nightshade that you needed uh you went back to the little hamlet uh meanwhile duck had split the party decided to uh go rogue and bring a very sick housewife who's the one most <laughs> suffering from this uh to pound town to uh back to the priory of saint mortimer pound uh, town population <laughs> two exactly <laughs> <laughs> plus beats um and the with the idea being um to try the the blessed uh, spring underneath the priory to see if it can heal greta the sick housewife uh when duck got back to the priory uh he found brother marcus um underneath Yep, he was dead, quite poisoned. He had been struggling to get to the, the Blessed Stream mm-hmm. and had not made it before expiring. And, uh, that is where we left off. So I, there was, I ran into some wolves too, and mostly I think I just, I, I like they ran away eventually when the other party defeated them maybe or something, right? Right, so when yep. the Hellhound died, it sort of broke the spell over the, the wolves. Oh, okay. And your uh, rope-a-dope um, I mean, totally, totally Gilbean just rocked it. They they were scared of me. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That's right. That's and then halfway, right, halfway through the fight, I remember that wolves are actually one of your deep, yeah, like, deep fears. Deep fears, yeah. Yeah, which was totally forgotten for the first half of the fight. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's where we're at. And so with that, it was it was dawn. You guys had sort of traveled and or worked through the night. And uh, yeah, what would you like to do? I guess let's just start with Duck really quickly because you had a few things going on. Right. Um, I wanted to see how you handle. And which you, you faded to black with me finding his dead body. Yeah, his dead body. He was sort of reaching towards the, uh, the, the stream underneath the priory. And his, he's cold. Uh, kind of cold. Yeah, he's a little bit rigged and... Um, you turned his body over. His tongue was completely swollen and black. His face was purple, uh, and he'd been clearly poisoned. Okay, I think the first thing I'm going to do though is I'm going to take the the uh, housewife down to the the stream and give her some of the water. Okay. All right. So you yeah I'll you get deal with the brother in a minute. Got it. Okay. So yeah you 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 know you bring her down. You sort of carefully load her into the pool and um do you sort of get some into her mouth or just sort of sprinkle it over yeah. her you know okay. i would try and get her to, to drink some all right and you know she sort of sputters and chokes and coughs a little bit but some does get down her throat and yeah as she soaks in the in the pool you start to see 
like some of the swelling on her skin go, her color starts to come back and the, the pool does seem to live up to its reputation. It seems to be healing her. Okay. I would probably take her out and carry her upstairs. Okay. I just don't want her to wake up and like, Oh, what's this pool? Right. I, I'm going to keep it a secret if I can you call that a Whitney Houston. Uh, <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. So as she's, you know, she's still sort of out of it. Yeah. You get her out, you get her upstairs and, uh, yeah, she's sort of dozing, but she's definitely recovering. Yeah, you know, maybe I'd make her comfortable, and then I'd go, um, I'd start trying to figure out if I could tell, like, what the poison was, what he had, like, is there, like, is there a, a, a meal that was knocked over, or is there a, something right. he was drinking out of? Right, so that's something in my recap I totally blanked on. Um, when you first scouted the church, you know, you saw that the door was open and then you saw that Brother Marcus's private quarters were completely overturned and that there was a table in there with two place settings that had been mm -hmm. tipped over and like his whole room has been ransacked. Gotcha. Can I tell uh, if anything's missing? Probably not, but... Um, nothing it's not like there's an empty shelf but they definitely went through the bookshelves okay. um which uh -huh. if you remember is where you found right and we took two things that had the forbidden crap in them right correct they were, yeah it was sort of two part one and part two of the uh okay yeah and will we'll, we'll uh like smirk to himself because you have both of them right yeah Right. Because <laughs> if I remember, you found one and then you talked um, Brother I Giles. Seduce, uh, Giles exactly. I think you're the other. <laughs> uh, we're alone now. We call that a Cuomo. Um, <laughs> no, no. I was much, much smoother than that. <laughs> you were in some clumsy <laughs> asshole. <laughs> You're looking good today. I want to kiss you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wow, that ass, man. <laughs> All right. Um, Topical and blue. <laughs> um, and that's probably the worst Cuomo ever, but you know what? I, I yeah, so uh, I Bean probably is thinking he doesn't want to stay here very long. Uh, okay. What, what time is it? Uh, it's dawn. You travel through the night. Right. Um, how is uh, the widow doing? Uh, she looks like she's stabilized. She might have like she might need some rest, but she definitely right. looks like she's. Well, I hope she's good at resting back on the donkey because we're moving out. <laughs> <laughs> all right i think you have a wagon so she can lie down I oh think. yeah okay she can get in the yeah. wagon yeah all right all right um and i don't think uh yeah i mean it seems pretty obvious as someone I, i'm guessing there's probably not much more i'm going to be able to figure out about what happened here i mean i'll scan around if there's any sign of like you know who may have been visiting you know at this point i kind of know what happened i just don't know who it was got it and actually you know what just for the hell of it Let's do Give some me, mechanics. Yeah, let's do a quick roll. And um let's see, your first aid's not great. Give me uh what's your lore? Do you have any lore? I've got some I've got lore. Eh, it's all shitty. Uh lore, lore uh, no. 
Laura Colt is 43. Uh, Laura yeah. Christianity is 36. Let's do... Uh, what was that? Uh, let's do Laura Colt. Let's just see what happens. All right. Nice. All right. So what you know is that Brother Marcus most likely died from arsenic. Okay. So it was definitely an ingested uh, poison. All right. Can Ulrich use slate to search for something that was hidden that maybe was overlooked by whoever tossed the place? Uh, Ulrich isn't there. there. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, It's just me. Gilbean (laughs) took off while you guys were fighting the main uh, hellhounds. No, no, no. Before you started fighting. I didn't didn't (laughs) (laughs) know. So, so yeah, so you gathered, yeah, he was poisoned by arsenic. He was hoping that the the pool could cure him. Didn't make it. Right. right. Yeah, well, um, I'll get the... um, get the widow back up in the uh in the cart um is there anything else uh you know the brother is um you know not going to need any of his stuff is there anything valuable uh yeah let's say there's like a (laughs) there's a collection is there a a mace lying around just Uh, i know a guy could use one (laughs) yeah he changes to a sword yeah um yeah there's a collection box if you want to steal from god uh no i don't think i'd go that far okay um well i mean i might take it for safekeeping i mean right right like the like the dark magic books right exactly (laughs) okay (laughs) i mean because there's no one to protect it with uh, the you know people dead so uh Uh, yeah, I guess I would take that stuff. Okay. And then maybe, yeah, maybe there's some like holy books or something like uh, not. Yeah, whatever. Like I, if there's something I could get in like five minutes, I would take it like, you know, the maybe the uh, the Eucharist or whatever, you know, something yeah. like could be despoiled. Um, Perfect. Yeah. Um, there are also uh, like caged. Uh, they use like messenger pigeons to talk between order uh enclaves so there's some of those in a cage that are sort of Hmm. unattended at the moment is there can i tell which ones go to where uh yeah yeah you could figure that out yeah what what is there like what's his i i should probably report that he's been murdered okay Uh, yeah do you want to sort of attach one to yeah i would write a note and maybe i would put like a symbol of our order like our secret order on there but I would, you know, I would write it specifically just like out in the open, like uh, found brother, blah, 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 whatever his name is, you know, um, dead, you know, please send, uh, the, you know, please send a replacement. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Uh, all right. And is there anything else that you wanted to do before you started? Back? I don't think I, so. I assume you're going to head back and bring Greta home yeah okay cool um all right so with that then we jump over to uh felix ulrich and brother giles uh so you have successfully aided the town and uh you since it wasn't really discussed that gillibean was going to go solo you're starting to realize 
you haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Did I, I not tell them I was going? No, you didn't. I think you just took off. Weird. But I feel like he did tell us that we need to like, like stay at this location or deal with this location. It's a vague memory at this point, but okay. Uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, All right. Probably doing like the post battle, like you know, hauling the you know corpses and you know, laying them all together in case we're gonna burn them or something, and right, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. So. All right, I'll just, for no reason, this is where you guys are, the sort of dilapidated Hamlet. Nice. Um, and yeah, so is there anything that you wanted to do while you were here? You do know, as far as the overall thread, that you do know that this man, Alexander, had passed through and that he was responsible for the uh, not bubonic plague uh, the Saint something's fire that was affecting the rye. Grains. St. Anthony's fire. St. Anthony's right. fire. Right. Um, is there anything else you want to do while waiting for Gillibean to return? Is there anybody here? With yeah. Us? You know, so, you know, there's the farmer and his children, uh, the, the husband of Greta um, that is waiting, you know, anxiously to find out, you know, what's going on with his wife. There's, you know, there's some trappers that were hired to deal with the wolves that you ended up dispatching. Um, They've been passing by recently after Alexander and wolves started to bother the town. So they asked if they could help. Um, so they're starting to pack up their gear because they're no longer needed. They're ready to keep moving. Um, and then there's just sort of like locals, like a few local families that are part of this little hamlet. Did the trappers seem irked that we put them out of business? No, because one of their own was the one that was the dead eviscerated guy that had tried to warn you Got it was it. a trap. So they're, they've lost one of their own and, you know, there's other places they can trap, but you know, they're mostly dealing with the emotional fallout of their friend's death. Right. So Ulrich's going to kind of console them and at the same time see if they've ever encountered anything or heard stories of this hellhound thing that we dispatched. Um, it's like that's something they were expecting or if they heard any tall tales or anything like that. So as far as what they were expecting, definitely no. They just knew that, you know, more wolves had started sort of circling the town a little bit. So they were worried townspeople worried that it might start eating their chickens or maybe one of them might be rabbit or something and might attack a child or something. Mm -hmm. So they sort of hoped that was the extent of it. They had no idea that there was this other creature. As far as if they'd ever heard of that, they flat out say it's, it's stories that we heard as children, but no, we don't ever think that's something we're going to see here in the woods. We just assume no. And in fact, when you describe that to them, they're like, wait, is that real? Um, because that's not the type of thing they're expecting to face when they go out to do their job. And Ulrich puffs up a little bit. It was real until I killed it. <laughs> so Brother Giles and uh, Brother Felix, 
you're listening to Brother Ulrich. Uh, take all the credit, I guess. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, are, are you listening to this part of the discussion, or are you uh, somewhere else in the little village? I'm I'm guessing I I would probably be that that we would probably stick around or sorry uh, stick together. Okay. Yeah, like a party supposed to. Because I mean, because yeah. <laughs> uh, you know we 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 ask a lot of questions at that at you know at this point we've been through the town a couple times so. Got it, and and, and so with Ulrich's retelling of the story. Uh, I don't actually, Ulrich, did, you actually did kill a bunch of them because they were sort of incapacitated and you just said, no, I stick my sword through their head, right? <laughs> uh, I, that does seem in character for Ulrich. I feel like I was shooting some of them at one point in time. Mm, you did take a shot, yes. And I remember that one of the wolves yeah. was incapacitated. I know you put yeah. put the wolf down. So, yes. so there, yeah, your story is basically true that you did, you did kill them. Um. So, okay, so you guys, and so, Paul, do you have any thoughts as you guys are sort of walking one last lap around the camp, uh, around the uh, hamlet? Yeah, you know, the whole battle feels kind of foggy to Felix. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Ulrich, uh, but... do, do you have insight as to why it might have been a little foggy for Brother Felix? <laughs> you know, I did, and it's just, I lost it. <laughs> was it a was that the fog of incontinence that uh, could be okay could be. Yeah. um but yeah all right um, i'm just still licking my wounds i think <laughs> actually for all intents and purposes felix your character i think your character clobbered the hellhound oh yeah um yeah i think you did a number on one of them but um Ulrich set that up for you, by the way. <laughs> exactly. It's an alley-oop kind of thing. Uh, you didn't realize uh, when it was charging you that I had set that up so that you could finish it, but I had set it up. <laughs> oh, Very nice. Um, yeah, so is there anything else that you guys wanted to discuss with the trappers or the other four unnamed people in town. So we press on further away from duck. <laughs> Keep the party right. So brother Giles is going to get on a boat to London. <laughs> <laughs> Ulrich wants to go home to the East. Yeah. Um, okay. So I guess we'll just sort of, you know, fast forward a little bit. Gilbean returns to town. Uh, Greta, by that point, is doing much better. She sort of slept the whole way. Uh, it's, say, like mid-afternoon. And, uh, yeah, you've reunited Greta with uh, her husband and uh, children. Um, her husband, Anton. And uh, they are overjoyed and ecstatic. Now, the question is, you know, you know, Paul has very fine clothing. Like, are you doing all this in disguise or have you sort of tipped your hand like, hey, we work for the man upstairs? That's a good question. Are you basically the A-team or are you actually men of God? What did we, we were, when we came into town, we were not dressed in our 
garb. I would. I mean, Gilveen would probably lean toward just staying. Yeah, we're just simple travelers. Yeah, I thought we went with the travelers thing. Yeah, pretty sure. We were in colors, as the saying would go. Got it. Okay. Um, well, so you know the the whole uh, Hamlet and Anton in particular, they try and offer you like their last few silver pieces as payment as thanks. Uh, we refuse, of course. So yeah, brother Giles refuses. Does anybody say on the down low? <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> I got a, I got a piece of salt. <laughs> oh, shit. Punishment is a crime. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was the question again? <laughs> the question, uh, brother Giles turned down payment, but I wasn't gonna. I was, I was gonna see if and, anybody and else. Gilbean is back by now. Yeah, I mean, Gilbean yeah. would turn it down. I've got the whole. I've got the offertory thing. I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're already rich. <laughs> right. I mean, really, I mean, Gilby, I mean, he, he does like, you know, he may be morally gray on the pound town um, uh, area, but uh, he, he's, he does, you know, the, he doesn't really have a lot of use for money. So he, he would turn down payment. Too. Got it. All right. Uh, Brother Felix or Brother Ulrich? Um, I feel like I could collect a donation. <laughs> uh, Ulrich was undecided, but when he perceives that Felix is going to take it, he then puts on the air of, What? You're going to take these poor people's money just so he can lord that over him. <laughs> I love it. Welcome back, Paul. <laughs> All right. Um, I got to keep myself in exceedingly fine clothing somehow. Exactly. exactly. It's the most complicated two silver pieces ever. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah. So with that, uh, like I said, it's mid afternoon. The four of you are, you know, gathered again. Um, you know that uh, this Alexander character had headed on the road toward your actual destination of Arbor Noir, which was the last place that, the missing Guy de Breton was supposed to have checked in and never arrived. Uh, so then the question is, what would you like to do next? And I would have told uh, the other three brothers uh, everything I found at the... Okay, yeah, actually, that's a good point. And so, yeah, let's spend a moment uh, if the other three want to weigh in on that. I think I think you know we need to be careful. I think there is, yeah. And I, I'm curious. I'm wondering what what exactly Gilbeam were. Well, no, I think I would be forthright because I mean all four know like I that I have the books. Um, not that I've been reading them in secret, perhaps, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it appears like these books are someone is seeking them. That's that's what Gilbean's going to present as his hypothesis. So yeah, we need to be careful. All right. What do the rest of you think? Anything worth jumping in with? Or um, so 
So Oryx just a little concerned that maybe we're on thin ice. Like, you know, are we, are, is this, are we handling things the way the church would want us to handle things? Because I don't really want to be in a situation where we're labeled as heretics or worse because we kept this stuff that we weren't supposed to keep or didn't report stuff that we should have reported. So it isn't, that doesn't uh, materialize. Brother Gilbean will start lecturing Felix about <laughs> system. <laughs> since, and since the spells are in the system, it must meant that we were meant to have them because system matters. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Ulrich's confused why his his question leads to Felix being. Oh yeah, yeah, you're out. <laughs> but he's okay with it. Whatever, because he feels like it's establishing a natural order within the group, and he's not at the bottom of that order, so he is okay with that. So. <laughs> and Brother Giles, do you have uh, anything you want to jump in with? You know, on this latest revelation or development. Uh oh. Um, oh. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So then, yeah. What would uh, what would you like to be the next step? Well, I think we keep going. You know, I we've solved this problem, right? So we keep looking for the missing. Uh, the, you know, our original our original quest. I don't know what else to do unless we want to search for uh, the person who killed brother Marcus. So I wouldn't know where to start. So let's let's keep heading. Uh, where were we heading to again? Actually, I take it back. Did did Gillibean have any sense of? So, so you know, we we heard that there were two place settings. When and everything was overturned, had the place settings been used? Like had 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 they had someone eaten and or were they like set out and they had not been used? I had assumed I didn't ask our GM. I had assumed that in order to poison Brother Marcus, they would have at least had drink. But yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I totally Gilbean would have like looked at that scene and see if he could figure out how far did they get. And was and did Gilbean do any investigation as to like trying to figure out who it possibly could have been? You know, did did he find Marcus's, you know, day planner or something? I yeah, I well I had Gilbean assumed that there wasn't gonna be much information, so I did a very cursory look. Okay. It's not, yeah, I don't know that, uh, you know, uh, given the times, I assume that Brother Marcus didn't know who was coming. Uh, so, Art, did, could I tell whether, like, were they in the middle of a meal when it looked like poisoning? Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, the, the food, the plates, they were definitely used. Um, the goblets or whatever had, you know, traces of, like, wine after it had been emptied. Uh, okay. Yeah, they definitely had been eating a meal. All right. Because I would, that makes me a little concerned, actually, after you sent the pigeons everywhere, because 
uh, if he was having someone eat, you know, like in his quarters like that, then he probably knew the person. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you know, sending the pigeons wasn't the best idea because, but whatever. I actually felt that I felt that that was my responsibility as a man of the church. But uh, I understand why it might not be the wisest thing to do just to tip her hand. I, I would have, and by the way, I sent one pigeon to whoever the, like whoever the over, I didn't send like every pigeon everywhere. I sent one okay. pigeon to whoever the next, like whoever's responsible for the um, brother Marcus. Okay. So then I'd say that, you know, just have to be especially on our watch. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Uh, okay. So, yeah. So with that, do you are you guys ready to then keep proceeding towards your objective? That's that's what I would say. But I'll let yeah. other people chime in. Yeah. Right. Say, yeah. Okay. Uh, so then, uh, yeah. So you know, you depart the the little hamlet. They all cheer and wave the local heroes as they move on. Uh, one of the younger uh, unattached lasses is just sort of swooning at the sight of Gillibean, <laughs> that romantic. Um, just a minute, had... boy. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, like uh, World War II France, a liberated mm -hmm. style. And yep. um, yeah, so then you guys continue on the road. Like I said, it's mid-afternoon. Um, you're... And so St. Mortimer was, he never checked in there. That's where Marcus was, right? And so now Correct. between this one and the one before, the, la the last, the place we're heading to is where the last place he checked in, right? It was the last place he was supposed, that was the place he was supposed to check in and never did that made people say like, wait a minute, all right, what's going on here? He didn't check in there. He never made it to St. Mortimer. Okay. So it, um, he never checked into either of these two places. Okay. Correct. He, right. yeah, he sort of followed protocol until Abrenoir. And that's Abra where, Noir. Okay. yeah, things start to fall apart. And you also know that is the direction that Alexander is heading. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, the town, the townspeople tell you that if you, you know, travel along this road, you should be able to get to Abra Noir by, you know, early evening, mid evening. Um, and so then for no reason, if you go to Rocket, hmm. um, there should be a link to uh, feet cam. Oh, nice. Got it. It's not 100% necessary, but I figured. Yeah, I'm always got up it. For it's happening. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, um, yeah, so the way I have it. Ooh, is everything cool? I think that was Rocket. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> that was Rocket telling Paul he's been away too long. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right uh yeah so basically i've got um not that it matters too much but i've got paul is yellow uh, duck was purple last time so i'll make him red this time uh blair is blue because it's a uh, alliteration and rex is white um and i tried to make the discs bigger to make them a little more visible um nice. those, those are perfect Cool. Looks good. 
So um, what happens is you're on the road to Abu Noir. You've been traveling maybe for a couple of hours. Um, you know, the sun is starting to set. And you come to this bend in the road, and you hear up ahead sort of the the sounds of like an old man sort of humming and whistling to himself and, you know, the wheels of a, a head, heavy wagon off in the distance. You actually don't see him yet because it's around the bend, but you hear it uh, coming along the road. Coming towards us. Yes. Yeah, it's coming towards you. Okay. Uh, Auric just kind of looks at Givleen like... I guess I should say something since Duck can't see me to respond to my look. Um, <laughs> so it's really in character. Uh, so he's going to look like, should we be getting off the road or are we just going to talk to these people? Hand uh, is kind of casually dropped down to his crossbow. Yeah, well, and we hear it's like a cart. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you hear like sort of the the big wooden wheels like sort of grinding over stones in the path uh you hear sort of the clunk clunk of, of some horses uh hi nah, let's let's stay i mean this is the french countryside a cart is nothing to fear <laughs> we're, we're we're simple travelers we should be fine all right and actually let me just confirm Again, still incognito, uh, very fine clothes. Yeah, actually, and actually, Gilbean will say that, and then he's going to slip off into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Gilbean says, "Onwards, no, brother!" And he'll say, "He'll say, you guys, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll provide cover." <laughs> <laughs> right, because you have a crossbow, right? I have a crossbow. I'm actually pretty good at stealth. So yeah, you are the perfect person to provide cover. I'll put you in the trees. <laughs> is there right. is there a set of stairs that looks like it needs an AT? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the lead scout. I'll be the trail scout. Uh, <laughs> and, um, uh, Ulrich. I think Ulrich, Ulrich's kind of a heavy-duty character. I think he needs to lead from the front. He is, he's not. He is fairly stealthy, and he's just as good with a crossbow as he is with melee weapon. So, okay. okay. So if, uh, Art, if you'll move Duck to wherever he was apparently going, I will tell you what I'm doing. Okay, so Duck... I think I am where I was going. That, that Duck's looks... in the tree line. Which is, but there's like trees north of the road and south of the road. You can't. Are you not on the YouTube? I'm, I'm on the YouTube. I'm north of the road. Maybe I need to hit play. If that's the issue. Yeah. It's a live yeah, is it, stream. Is it not? Right. <laughs> not updating for me. How about for right. uh, Blair and Paul? Are you seeing it? Yeah, currently? I'm seeing a live. Yeah, I see duck in the tree. Okay. Hmm. I'm under. I'm. I'm hiding in the trees. I'm not in the tree. Uh, okay, I have to click the line button. There you go. Technology. Um, so, uh, Art, um, Ulrich would like to go to the tree to the south of the road. <laughs> the other nice. side. And he's stringing his crossbow. Felix, and, yeah, my crossbow's out, by the way. Felix and Giles, right. yeah. 
You guys, you guys will be fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm walking down the road. To be the well, actually, guy, I'm fairly certain at this point in time, like you didn't keep your crossbow strung all the time. You would actually string it when you anticipated using it. So mm-hmm. I, I am, I am doing that. That's what the Templars in the East taught me. I'm going nice. to suggest to uh, Brother Felix that he and I, uh, since this is a relatively narrow road, and so the cart will need probably the entire road to pass, that he and I just casually step um, off the road um, to give us sort of maybe just to the south of the road to give us a... Uh, yeah, I want to go just just to the south of the road, just north of that um, one boulder there, okay. so that I can easily sort of duck behind if necessary. But at the same time, it gives me a sight line down the down the road. Got it. So you're going south of the road by the boulder. Is I'll that... follow Brother yeah. Giles. Not Does behind it. Right? Not yeah, yeah, not not behind it, you know, because I don't want to. This, yeah, I, get, to I know when he's got, like, you know when you're hiking art and you kind of mm. you kind of step to the side of the trail so people can come by. That's what he's doing. Got he, it. So that's what he wants to make it look like. Yeah, yeah, I'd say about there. Yeah. Okay. And uh, sorry, Paul. What would you like to do? I'm gonna I'm gonna follow Brother Giles. Just okay. I'll go right by him. Perfect. All right. So, uh, you sit there. Definitely sounds like. Um, they are getting closer, and then from around the bend, you see an old man, probably in his sixties, very what gray. I expect painted minis for the cart. <laughs> yeah, I, I have also, to say, this is pretty disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I went up to my daughter's like Playmobil. I'm like, "You got a cart?" And she's like, "No, sorry, Daddy." I'm like, "Oh, god damn it!" Um, what am I buying this stuff for? Do better next time. Right, and what's even worse is this is the same cart that I used Duck, <laughs> for your. Uh, you know that cart? Oh, yeah, right. I'm recycling already. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, so you sort of see this old man leading a, a cart down the road, uh, and he's sort of singing and humming to himself you know, slightly dirty local songs, uh, and then as they come around the corner you see, you know, the car just seems like, you know, rustic trinkets and wares, but behind it is, you could swear it is like a war horse of the order. Hmm. You have been around the horses when you were at Mont Saint Michel in your training, you've seen them. And that is definitely the kind of like striking white horse that is often used by the order is there and can we uh is there like a secret symbol we can give to people in the order to identify ourselves um yeah let's just say there is like a you know i know and i was at one point i was saying you could sort of do the equivalent of the draw half the fish the other half the fish but yeah let's say there's like a hand signal you can sort of give um as he comes down if you want as he comes down the road or we could shout in german <laughs> oh, oh, deep pull, deep pull. Yep. So, I don't know so, if anyone else gets that. So, so brother Giles will, will, brother Giles will call out to him. All right. You know, in, in sort with you know the with the appropriate sort of 
symbol of like, oh, hello, traveler. And then I'm making like the little sign kind of thing that to to a layman would just look like I was doing something, you know, innocuous. But like if he if he was one of us, he would instantly recognize it. Got it. OK, so he's sort of half startled because he was so busy sort of staring up this staring up at the sky and um you know singing to himself and just appreciating nature that he wasn't even really paying attention so as soon as you do that he sort of go oh oh my god oh you startled an old man and uh you know he sort of coaxes the um the 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 horse leading the wagon to stop the horse behind him sort of slows down and um just to make the map a little more accurate uh let's see I'm going to put the stairs next to Rex. <laughs> nice. Uh, so he's hiding behind the stairs. Um, <laughs> nice. So, so he stops and he sort of suddenly sees four guys in front of him and suddenly Does gets... Does he see four guys? Uh, no, sorry. He sees the two guys in front of him um, right. and is sort of a little taken aback. He seems a little hesitant, a little nervous. He's not 100% sure... Uh, if he's meeting, you know, fellow travelers or if he's about to get robbed. Uh, so, yeah, what would you guys like to do? He sort of just stops and, you know, doesn't really say anything. I'll just, <clears throat> I'm going to ask him, you know, so, um, you know, we're on our way to, and I forget the name of the town. Arbenoir. Arbenoir. You know, like we're on our way there. Um, you know, could you tell me possibly how long it is? Um, from here, you know, are you coming from there? Uh, yeah, he, um, he sort of looks at you a little cautiously, but he's like, yes, uh, I just came from there. Um, I was, you know, trying to, uh, trade my wares and it's only a few hours behind, you know, I, I, I've been walking since af this afternoon and yeah, it's, it's not too far at all. And uh, his does, does, his cart does it appear to be like he's selling things? Does yeah, and in fact, um, he looks you guys over and finally notices Paul's very fine clothing, <laughs> and you know says, "I've got you know I know some of the stuff." And he starts sort of embarrassingly shoving the you know the crappy stuff to the side, and he's trying to find his like nicer things that he thinks might interest you. And then he's not having much luck because, you know, he's just like this weary traveler that travels between backwater towns. And he looks to you over and he says, would you be interested in this very fine horse, sir? Only 200 silver. You can have it. Where did you come by that horse? And um, he sort of looks at you a little suspiciously. He's like, you mean, where was it bred? Like the breeding of the horse? That I'm not 100% certain of. Just just how did it happen to come into your possession? Oh, you know, that's actually a funny story. And then he kind of chuckles and relaxes a little bit and, um, you know, talks about how he'd sort of struck out in Arbenoir. But on his way out of town, um, this sort of very tall, plump fellow, you know, trying to be very secretive, sort of psst, from, you know, the edge of the woods, and uh, gave him a great price on this horse. Uh, and that he almost... Fellow, did that oh, sorry, fellow that? tell him anything else? 
Uh, no, just that it was sort of like the deal of a lifetime for this gentleman. He almost gives away how much he paid for it while he's trying to get you for 200 silver, but just pulls back at the last second. And just wondering, that, that description, does that fit the person that we're looking for? No, no. Um, the Alexander is sort of like a... No, not Alexander. The oh, uh, Guy we're Pichon. actually looking for. Yeah. No, no, um, definitely not. Guy is not you know, particularly tall. Uh, he's not um, especially fat. He's just sort of like a simple brain-damaged normal guy. Uh, so yeah so, so I'm, I'm going to sort of walk up to the horse you know is sort of uh as if to like look him over kind of thing right and i'm going to but in what i'm actually doing is trying to see if i can just get a better, a closer look at him, you know, make sure that, you know, is this actually one of our horses? Are there any, like, markings? Or is there, like, does it still have the the saddle that, like, someone from the order would use? You know, that sort of right. thing. Right. Uh, definitely not the saddle, but you know what the order does is they have sort of these um, dummy uh, brandings that they use that make it look like they're local farmers, but... Um, so you definitely notice one of the brandings of the order is on this horse. So it is definitely a horse of the order. How um, is this the sort of thing that like, like how, how do I ask this? Like, how valuable is the horse to the order? Like, is this the sort of thing that's like, you know, this is one of our horses. Like, we can't just have these, like, sitting around, you know, like, we need to get it back. Or can we just say that, like, well, it's a, it's one of our horses, but it's just a horse and we have, you know, bigger fish to fry? Uh, it's probably more the latter. It is definitely, like, a to almost anyone else, it would be a valued, like, war horse kind of prize. Uh, the order is kind of intensely wealthy so it's not the end of the world if this horse isn't recovered okay then i don't know what mr moneybags is gonna say but uh mm -hmm. i think brother giles at least would say like well this is a fine horse but um if it's only a few hours then i think i'll be okay walking all right and uh, Paul, what does Brother Felix do uh, while he's being sized up for a big purchase? Because you look dapper. Um, you know, I, despite my appearance, my funds are not unlimited, but I'll, I'll just tell I have many fine horses already and hmm. prefer to walk with my compatriots for now. Nice. Amongst the people. And actually, just for fun, um, if Gilbean and Ulrich could give me stealth checks just to see if they're actually successfully perfect, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, nice. And and give yourself a modifier of minus twenty. I think that's going to help us, right? That helps you, right? Yes, because this is an old man, and uh, his vision's not great. 
Okay. There, it's it, I'm too big to fail. <laughs> <laughs> All Rex succeeds. So did I. You succeeded. Okay, cool. Oh, well, Ulrich got an exceptional success because, yeah, okay. Uh, all right, so he, yeah, he never notices like the two loaded crossbows pointed at him the whole time. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, with that, uh, he he looks uh, very disappointed that he's not, you know, uh, always be closing, and <laughs> uh, you know says is there really nothing uh, i have that could uh, be of any use to you to a few coins for an old man how much for the girls <laughs> <laughs> so i'll i'll sort of like look over his wares to see if there's anything that it's really just like misshapen pots and like barely usable spoons and <laughs> some, some tankers <laughs> it's it's real garbage <laughs> <laughs> And Ulrich wants to stage whisper to like, Felix, Felix, <laughs> see if he's got a plague cure. <laughs> he does have two potions of healing, yes. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and a holy uh, avenger. Um, all right. So, yeah, with that, do you, is there anything else that you wanted to do? Or is he just going to keep going you're not going to hold him up anymore well i see no reason to i know what the white rock group would do but uh, <laughs> what would the right white rock do they would kill him they would they would <laughs> yeah and possibly even the war horse yeah uh, <laughs> they, they, they put the extra murder in murder hobo <laughs> nice. no, they, some of them some of them would try and kill him some of them would say no we shouldn't kill him and then they would fight each other uh, <laughs> nice nice all right so i guess with that then he starts to keep moving on his way a little dejected there's not so much song or spring in his step because he didn't sell and uh yeah he ends up just continuing off the road back towards the uh little hamlet um and yeah what do you guys do now that the road uh, is empty unstring my crossbow and re-enter the road all right cool ask felix uh how much he paid for the plague cure <laughs> <laughs> nice oh you just uh, wanted to know if he had one i didn't get one felix said <laughs> Dang it. Uh, Middle part tripped me up again. Uh, all right. So, yeah, do you guys want to then just keep heading heading on? Sure. That's yep. anything cool. All right. All right. So that was the, you know, gratuitous uh, feet cam usage for this session. <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> and uh let's see give me one quick sec not that i dislike beat cam but are you finding uh fantasy grounds is not as easy to do map stuff like within the within the confines of the program no fantasy grounds the map stuff is 
I, I can't compare it to anything, um, but it's not too difficult at all. So the reason why I started with feet cam, just a quick aside, is that I hadn't learned. I, I was playing with my nephews and my kids were in the room with me, so they didn't want to play with a computer screen while I was streaming to my nephews. So I okay. used physical maps so that my kids had something to do. Um, and then, but yeah, no, it's, it's very easy. If we wanted to switch away from feet cam to, uh, to maps in game. No, I'm good with it. I was just, I was just curious as to if that was a screw this, I'm not going to waste the brain space, learn how to fight fantasy grounds. I'm just going to use the, uh, feet cam. So not making yeah, sense. No, definitely not. In fact, um, yeah, as you guys, you know, to that point, as you guys continue along the road, you know, you don't really encounter anyone or anything else. You start to make your way. Uh, and eventually you start to come up to a clearing. Uh, you see up ahead. Uh, you see up ahead, uh, the a village sort of emerging from the trees. Um, it's definitely, it's not huge, but it's definitely much bigger than the hamlet. Uh, and you realize that you are arriving at uh, Abrignoir. Um, let me just wait a second. If I can find it. There we go. Why is it not open? Oh, there it is. Okay. Okay, so, you know, to that point, Rex, um, here is a map that I made in Fantasy Grounds. Hmm. Hopefully it just popped up. It's taking a little while to load. There's a lot of question yeah. marks. Yeah. <laughs> I can see Fantasy Grounds does, uh, like, like, yeah. Did you built it in Fantasy Grounds, I'm guessing, right? I did, yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, did it show up or is it still messed up? It's still, no, it's, it's good now. I just okay. see it. I load, that's all. Okay, cool. So yeah, so you're entering from the southern uh, part of the map. Um, I wonder what the big question mark in the middle was. Is there a trap? <laughs> yeah, I don't know because uh, no. <laughs> no, there's not. That might have been actually, you know, that was just the the background grass. That may have just been what it protected. Yeah. Yeah. And then let's see. And then if you go to your chat window, let me see if I can do this. Uh so you see the forest then out ahead in the emerging clearing. It's the town of Arbonnoir. A shrine greets you to your left as you follow the worn road into town. A large inn sits just a little further ahead. A path branches off to the right and heads off towards more trees and a hill that blocks what's ahead. Uh, otherwise, a number of small houses dot the grass ahead with the destroyed remains of one building mixed in. The sounds of a blacksmith filter through, but more noticeable are the multitude of caws from crows in the trees surrounding the town. Massive flocks sometimes scatter from some disturbance, uh, circle for a moment, then land back in the highest levels of the canopies. But strangely, the crows seem to avoid flying over the town directly. Hmm. I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So that's uh, uh. If the if I had to close the map to see my character sheet, mm -hmm. how do I get the map back? Oh. 
Is there a way? There's not a way to look at the map end. Uh, let me see. If you go to images, um, let's see. Oh, minim no minimize. Well, then where the fuck does it go if it's minimized? Oh, fucking fantasy grounds. I don't understand. Like, who? Like, all the <laughs> of, of windowed programs, and they like. Okay. All right, I see that. Okay. Jesus Christ. You. Right. So on the the right. And the rightmost side of the Fantasy Grounds interface, where all those buttons are, like characters, notes. Yeah, see, but when I have the map up, that's all I can see. Uh, so you can, like, use the scroll wheel to make it smaller, and then you can sort of shrink the window it's in. Uh, how do I shrink the window? Uh, you can just sort of click and drag. click and drag one of the edges. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's just that's the reason it's enormous. Okay, yeah, it's, it's this enormous window. That's I, I still have I have a problem with like fan, like what? God damn it, how do I move? <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't, I, it, you're, you're not alone. I can't see the map either. Like, like I, I it's it's like centered strangely in the window, so when you resize the window. Yeah, the it's image like side. goes off the edge. Yeah, looks good on my Mac though. So, <laughs> oh my god, I want to. Yeah, I want to take the people <laughs> that wrote this software and shoot them. So, anyway. okay, Paul, are you able to see the map? Okay. Did we? Oh, to lose Paul, <laughs> fall asleep. <laughs> he's still in the in the Discord channel. He's in Discord. Yeah, he's in the Discord channel. Yeah. Uh, no, oh well. No, no snores. All right. Um, okay. So, yeah. So no, his character disappeared from a. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He lost yeah. the fantasy grounds connection. Maybe he's having internet trouble. Okay. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, man. Let me see if he's he probably can't respond on rocket then either. Yeah. I can send him a text if you want. Yeah. Do you want to do that just to see? Sure. Why don't you say something nice and polite and then I'll translate it. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. My feelings won't be heard if he's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> uh, the map killed my MacBook. Got a reboot. So there you go. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Uh, my fantasy grounds experience is still better than Paul's. <laughs> uh, so, Blair, just so uh, like, are you able to see the map? Did it work out, or did it crash your stuff as well? Uh, it didn't crash. It's just like a, it's huge and like weird, strangely sized. So, I can kind of see things. So yeah. one thing, one thing you can do is if you look at the very top bar. On the far right, do you see anything that's like three little dots with an arrow that if yep. you hover over it says toggle? So if you click that underneath it, there should be a zoom to fit. Yeah, but then that that doesn't zoom to fit the map. It zooms to fit, I think, the width of it maybe. 
but it doesn't like actually put the entire. Oh, um, it does. It doesn't. Oh, yeah, for it, me, it does. does. Entire, it, it, yeah, it. it map that, on my screen. And I'm, and perhaps the problem is art. It's probably Fantasy Grounds and art together. But there's a huge, <laughs> and I, and I see actually like, it maybe it's maybe it's Fog of War, but there's a huge black area to the right, right. So we're only seeing part of it. Is that the issue? That might be part of it. Yeah, because. Uh, okay. You know, as I was reading, like off to the right, the path keeps going and it goes up a hill, so it gets yeah. blocked. So right, so that's what it is. Like there is actually like the whole map is bigger and goes to the right and is black because as I move my mouse around, I see all the trees. It's hilarious, um, <laughs> and some <laughs> other weird features. Um, but uh, yeah, because what I mean, what the behavior we see is, I it looks like a square map, but you can you have a window and it shows up on the left hand and now it's gone. Did you just fog over the whole thing? Oh, now, Oh, line of sight stuff. Yeah. So maybe this will make it a little, uh, no, cause the right hand side is still completely missing, but yeah. So I have a map. There you go. All right. So I, yeah, I had a map that was like, just, you could only like only get to like, I want to center it on the map and make the window that size, but it would like, it wouldn't let me do that. It was just really annoying. Yeah. Okay. No, my map's completely black. Does uh, am I maybe the only one with a token on there? Oh, uh, maybe that's the problem. Uh, let me grab combat tracker. So one thing that's definitely so done. I just crashed, <laughs> and I, I see a big um, error log uh, that has uh, been produced. This is good. You're convincing me that uh, Foundry was the way to go, Art. That's good work. <laughs> yeah, so, we're going to be so embarrassed when we find out that Art actually created Foundry. And this is all just part of the deep play. <laughs> exactly. It's the long play. Yeah, that's that's totally how Art rolls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> long everything, times. Everything's an illusion. Huh. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Um, I did hear you saying how good things looked on your Mac just before mine crashed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He did say that. That was uh... So here's the weird thing. Now I... Oh, went black. This could, this could be my wonky internet. Um, although I don't see why you guys would still hear me. Sometimes uh, just Discord can be surprisingly resilient. Like, your computer <laughs> can be like, like completely locked up and discord voice will keep working right because it, it it booted me back to the main fantasy grounds like launcher oh interesting so i i clicked join campaign saw yours i clicked on it i hit start and now i'm getting this message unable to check lobby server for available cloud servers oh weird uh, mm. let's try it again now it's attempting resolved connection to server. Acquiring file list. This is promising. <laughs> I'm telling Checking you, this is, some, this is some hot Re shit. Recalibrating the transistor. 2005 programming they have going on here. Like, yeah, no kidding. Right. Yeah, and like one of the I'm dumb back. things, since we're going to take a moment to shit on Fantasy Ground, like one of the dumb things <laughs> about this game is well i don't know if it's dumb or not but 
so like foundry seems like it's very you know map forward right like right uh and fantasy grounds really isn't it's really only meant to pull out a map when you need to start shooting shit or something like that and so you can't put people on a map unless you first put them into combat really um, yeah wow. so like i have well i in order to put you on the map i have to open the combat tracker put you guys into that and then i can drag your icons from the combat tracker to the maps yeah i um, will i have an idea of how rpgs will be played and i will write my software to make you follow my idea right so it's kind of weird it's not kind of weird it's, it's weird and um so like making this map i gotta say like took me 20 minutes it wasn't hard right um and you know and then adding you know line of sight walls you know was very similar to foundry where you pick one of the things right. i was kind of curious in foundry you draw walls to mark line of sight right um is it literally just wall or nothing like this game has sort of <laughs> oh it's horrible oh okay because this game has like terrain and trees as different lines of sight there are, that can terrain, there are uh there are ter terrain wall there are different kinds of walls got it okay so right. that's similar yeah anyway so it sounds like we're all back in i and and i will say the map being so big is almost certainly user error this is the first map i ever made um it's stupidly like we could do combat on it like i could set the grids and do combat on the whole goddamn town but um there's no reason to want to do that um but anyway so yeah so you enter town you... versus the town what could go wrong <laughs> right um so yeah so you enter town and i you know the little blurb about the town should still be in the uh in the chat log if it matters okay and uh yeah so like i said there's like massive amounts of crows circling the trees around the town <laughs> uh and there's like a little you can see that sort of circular building to your left as you walk into town that's the shrine uh and then if you look you know just past it you see sort of the edges of the, the inn and then to the right of the road northeast you sort of see like the the crumbled remains of a uh of a house do we see any people going about their daily life like out and about uh not from not from here what you do hear though off towards the shrine um you hear the sounds of someone sort of whimpering and then uh like flat you hear the of a flagellation and then uh, and and some cries uh, I can do that uh, as a ringtone if anybody needs it. Um, oh, it's recorded now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but you don't actually see anybody at the moment. Uh, maybe we should check out the shrine, brothers. I mean, wouldn't we... Well, I guess this is one of these moments where... We're trying to imagine what it would be like to live in the 1200s. Um, I mean, my first reaction is we would go to the sound of the person, but maybe in the 1200s, that's not uncommon for someone is to it, be like a But isn't that sound coming from the shrine? Oh, I didn't realize it was coming from the shrine. I thought it was coming from somewhere else. No, no, sorry. Yeah, it's coming from over by the shrine, that general direction. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right. Um, okay. So you guys sort of head towards shrine um and 
I'll do another little thing in the chat window. Oh, I've, uh, now I've gone off the map. Like it didn't scroll. Like I saw us moving. Weird. Like I can't see where we are now. Almost. Like the, um, you're, I'm right on the edge of the map for me. If you hold down the middle mouse button, like the scroll wheel, you should be able oh, to shift it around. All right. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, okay. I feel like we never had any of these issues with the feet cam. Well, that's. I mean, I'm a big fan of the feet. Cam. <laughs> the other thing I will say about the feet cam, and it hasn't come up here, but it has come up multiple times when I play with my kids, is that if I ever need to do a map on the fly, I can just draw it, and yeah. that was that was the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would uh, be good. Yeah. So okay, so you know this tiny dry stone uh, building is a carved wooden cross for an altar, two crude benches, and a stone font. A man kneels uh, prostrate. Uh, they spelled it wrong in front of the cross, flagellating himself. With every stroke, he fights the urge to cry out in pain, but whimpers break through nonetheless. He does not notice your approach. How common would this? type of worship uh, be? Like, is this a shocking thing, a surprising thing, a you know, borderline heresy thing? For, it, it's not, a, flagellation is not, like, this is extreme. Okay. Um, yeah. Does he look like he is a man of God? I mean, who would, I mean, civilians would probably not do this normally, right? No, no. Give you a little mood piece. Um, oh, no, nice. <clears throat> no. Nice. Civilians, a, a normal person. This is not like how somebody just says their Hail Marys. Uh, this is this is extreme for worship. Can we and he's you know, he's obviously got his flesh exposed. But is there any like signs of his rank anywhere or what he would be in the church? Is there a set of uh, robes on the ground or? No, he actually looks, I'm going to, again, the artwork I try and find is sort of medieval, so it looks weird, but so he's, he's not dressed as any kind of clergy. He's dressed more like, like a hunter, um, of the Russian ballet in the art that I just sent your way, but, uh, but yeah, so he, he does, oh, sorry, what's that? It looks like a duck bow. Oh, it's a crossbow. Okay. It's a crossbow held at his face. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. I mean, um, I, I've seen this YouTube video. <laughs> with a woman with much larger breasts. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he looks more like a hunter. He doesn't look like he's clergy at all. Uh, Gilbean's going to come up to him and say, uh, yeah, well, um, Maybe Gilbean will come up to the, um, will come up and kneel kind of not next to him, but, you know, adjacent to him and start to pray. Just like so that he could see Gilbean out of the corner of his eye. All right. And how about the rest of you? What would you like to do? Yeah, I was going to do pretty much the same thing. You know, we're, we're traveler. I mean, I, I would think that it would not be, too unusual for travelers coming into a town to, you know, briefly visit the shrine to, you know, give thanks for a good journey. So, you know, Got I would it. sort of like play it like that. All right. And uh, how about uh, Felix and Ulrich? 
I, I can't do anything other than go on those stairs. <laughs> and I'll cry. So I'm going to go up on the stairs and uh, kind of lean. I, I assume from the stairs, I can still see what this guy's doing. He, he's, my understanding is he's outside the building, correct? Correct. Inside the building. Okay. Oh, no, no, sorry. He's inside the building in front of the cross. Um, okay. So then I'm totally playing this in character. Uh, Ulrich's going to hang back by the door on the stairs. Get out and, his get out his potions. Start laying them uh, out. And uh, <laughs> just no, uh, he just wants to make sure nobody's going to come up and join right. us. Guarding our rear. Good work. Unannounced. Yeah. Got and it. And unobserved. All right. I'm going to follow Brother Giles. Sounds good. All right. Straight okay. In. Uh, cool. So three of you go inside. Ulrich is uh, very cool but casual, guarding the rear. And uh, so when you sort of enter his peripheral vision and realizes, you know, you've just come across somebody doing something that is very far out of the ordinary. And so he's very uh, a little nervous, but more embarrassed than anything else. Um, and he kind of wipes, you know, the tears away from his eyes. And uh, he says, oh, pardon, pardon me. Pardon me. I didn't know you were there. Gilbean will say, oh, no worries, brother. You know, these are, uh, if you need to atone yourself before God, do not let us interrupt. And he sort of looks at you and he looks nervously around and sees the other two or three. He says, no, 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 no. I was, uh, I was done. I was, I was just leaving. Thank you. And, uh, he starts to get up to, to leave. Uh, Gilbin will, will stand up also not move toward him in any way, nothing threatening, but say, uh, we are, uh, we are, we just came into town ourselves. Could you, uh, could you stop for a moment and chat with us for a, for a little while? And he's like, I, I really shouldn't. I don't know what I could help you with. What what is it that you what is it that you need? And he seems very sort of shaken and still nervous. Where can we get a good meal? <laughs> <laughs> and he sort of stops for a minute and says, Well, I mean, the Chevalier Inn is just outside of here. It's really the only place in town, but the food is surprisingly good for such a small place. Very well. Uh, we're actually looking for a friend of ours. Um, he is a uh, he's a man of God and um, has been missing for several weeks. Uh, he appears to be rather simple. Uh, you wouldn't have seen anyone like that, would you have? He he doesn't have a poker face, and something flashes across his face that is a mixture of some kind of fear. And he says, I'm really sorry. I can't help you. And he pushes past and starts heading towards his house. Uh, Has he made it past me yet? Uh, No, he's just pushed back, pushed past uh, Gillibean. And he's trying to When he pushes past me, I'm going to grab his arm. And uh, all right. And what about the rest of you? I'm going to like sort of stand up and again, not necessarily be threatening, but just sort of casually, 
casually block the door, you know, like stand sort of like right next to it kind of thing. So it's like, I'm not blocking it, but I could clearly <laughs> like block it very easily. And uh, Felix and Ulrich? I'll move kind of behind him. Okay. And so Ulrich, as he hears this and, and sees what's going on, if he was leaning kind of on the door sill, for lack of a better term, kind of watching mm -hmm. outside, he's now standing and turned facing inward, um, pretty much blocking the doorway. Uh, and he's dropped his hand down to the hilt of his uh, rapier. All right. Which is now exposed with his kind of his tribal cloak pulled back over it. All right. And um, now, Brother Gilbean, is this like a casual Grav Magra, Krav Magra, like wrist lock <laughs> arm grab? Yeah, or is it yeah. I mean, and, you know, Brother Gilbean is not is not a melee fighter. Uh, so it may be even, uh, you know, it's it's gentle, but it's like, oh, please wait. We really, really want to talk to you. So he's going to try. He's going to go for the silky smooth seduction technique. And I, I don't think I'd be able to roll seduction, but maybe I could roll like let's, or something. Yeah, let's. I was just about to say. Um, yeah, I mean, with some of the like the blood and whippings, he's not feeling sexy at the moment. Right. Uh, but let's try. Uh, yeah, let's give it an influence roll. Okay. And let's make this. Um, uh, just out of curiosity, let me just see really quickly. Um, I'm going to make it a harder roll. Sure. I just want to see if I can do it on my end, or is it something that just... Why don't you give it a roll and see if it... It's a plus 20. I just want to see if it does it oh, when you're I... you're going to try and... You just want me to roll it straight and see if I pick up something you're doing. Exactly. I just want to see if it picks up or not. Because uh, last time, I don't know if it did. It didn't pick it up. Okay, so... Um, well, that's a failure anyway. So he says, you know, sir, you know, I, I really have to go home. I'm sorry. And he, he starts to, he's not like throwing punches, but he is definitely like trying to pull his arm away and, and really I, push yeah, him. I would let him go. But I, cause I see all my brothers behind me and I would say, I don't think, I don't think you're going to have such an easy time of that, my friend. Um, yeah. And so he, you know, basically just walks right into everybody's shoulders and whatever, just trying to push past you know, hoping that, you know, it's not going to turn into more of a thing. So what do you guys do in response? Block the door. <laughs> All right. So it sounds like you are definitely not letting him out. All right. Um, and Ulrich draws his rapier and says, friends, you probably want to talk to him rather than me pointing at Gilbean. All right. And he's uh, gone past me, and, and I've pulled out my dagger, and I'm just sitting there. And I just shrug with a little smile on my face. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to do... Oh, crap. Did it lose my thing? It did, didn't it? Um, so what I'm going to do... Is let me just give this a quick roll. Oops, it did it twice. Fantastic. Um, let me try this again. Okay. Um, he, <laughs> he fucking freaks out. Um, 
and he's again he's not trying to start a fight but he is literally trying to tackle his way through you guys to get out that door and run away so he just sort of like you know holds still for a second and then just you know starts yelling and just charging right towards the door hoping he can sort of you know split you guys and somehow get past Nice. I feel like, uh, yeah, we need to subdue him. All right. Uh, so let me get, um, hmm, let me take a look at the skills really quickly. Uh, it might be a brawn check. Uh, who's got the best brawn? Anybody got brawn? I think I got brawn. I think, I think Brother Felix does have brawn. That's it. I picture him as a brawny guy. Yeah, he's a big I, deal. I have oh, yeah. it, but it's low. Stand <laughs> aside. Okay. <laughs> all right so the mountain steps up and uh why don't you give uh brawn a roll so what you want to do is you want to okay yeah <laughs> or just roll yeah uh no, i just want to make sure that if you if you don't click the rightmost number sometimes it doesn't work um it doesn't count as success but you succeed so he sort of starts to run through and then describe how uh how he does not make it <laughs> <laughs> i'll stick my arm out and just kind of clothesline him. <laughs> and then, then I'll grab grab him and hold his arms behind his back. Nice. I'll kind of All right. And so do you do you picture him literally, you know, his feet coming out from under him, flatten his back kind of yes. landing? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um yeah, so the wind is completely knocked out of him when he lands flat on his back, and then yeah, you, you grab his arms and he's right, like, on, the, <gasps> right, right on the flagellation. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah, little marks of blood uh sort of <laughs> stick to the floor as you pick him up. Uh and so he he realizes <laughs> this is not gonna work, and he just sort of collapses on uh one of the two benches in the shrine and says, you know, what what do you want? Just sort of breathless and you know, trying to catch his breath from the wind getting knocked out of him. Tell us about our friend. And he looks up at you and says, I don't know anything about your friend. Who is he? What is what? Who? Why would I know him? Who is he? What, what does he look like? What am I? And I'm just going to lean in closer. Tell us about our friend. All right. <laughs> um, let me see. Is intimidate? Is there any kind of intimidation skill? I thought there was something like that. There is something, right? I mean, is it just influence, or is there? Uh, huh. What we could do is we could try like an influence. Who's got a? If somebody wants to do an influence role, modified by Paul's brawn, we could do that. I mean, my influence is 74, 71. What is your influence, um, Giles, Ooh. since you're the one talking? Did we just lose Rex? But I feel, let's just, let's let's not try and game the system. Let's let Giles roll it, but let, let but yeah, so take his 35 and maybe influence it with uh, Felix's brawn. Actually, what we could do is, um, 
let's influence it with everybody's brawn. Uh, so now it looks like we just lost Rex from the game. Uh, uh, so what we're going to do, Blair, we're going to, so duck, your brawn is 23. So that's going to be plus three. Paul's is 84. So that's plus nine. So you're up to plus 12. Ulrich, his is plus 21. So that's another plus three. So it's a plus 15. So if you put a 15 in the modifier window and then give yourself a, uh, so minus 15, uh, no, make it a plus 15, make it a plus tw 25 because he's already beat up and scared. So make it a plus 25 in that Doesn't modifier that window. make it harder though? That makes it harder though, right? Oh, oh right. Duh. Sorry. So this is dumb in, in the rule book legend. It's one way, but because I'm doing BRP, I always have to do the opposite and I always forget. Yeah. Um, sure. yeah so you want to minus uh, 25. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Honestly, and it makes more sense the way it is in the rule book because it seems right. like rather than modifying your role, you'd modify the success score. But you want to modify the success number, yeah, which is how it's supposed to work. But yeah, BRP right. doesn't do it that way. Now, and which and when do you I, say BRP, I, you mean fantasy grounds BRP. Do I click? Do I click the word influence or I click the thirty-five? Uh, click the thirty-five, and that'll come up with the success. You might have failure. to double click it. Uh, you might have to double click it. Yeah. Nice. Ooh, nice. Wow. Critical success. Right. So technically speaking, since you didn't roll the critical success, uh, what did you roll? You right. Rolled it, 26. 26. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, uh, so, um, so you succeed. Um, and he's like, look, you know, we've had visitors here in town. It, it's been a very dark period for Arbor Noir. Um, which, you know, who is this friend you're looking for? We've had a few visitors. Why don't you uh, just, we're, you know, uh, I'm going to get him out. Of, you know, I'm sure I have a flask of something that's a little stronger than water. Okay. I'm going to, like, you know, put his kind of robe back on. It's like, take a rest for a while. Let's rest in the house of God. And why don't you tell us about all the visitors you've been having? All right. So he sort of, you know, takes a few breaths, starts to settle his nerves a little bit. And he said, well, I mean, it all started, you know, I don't know, maybe two weeks or so ago. It's been a very terrible trying time for our town. But a man came through uh, the day after grisly murders. It's the first time I've, I've never seen anything like this in my life, but two of our own were brutally murdered in the night. And the next day, you know, a man came into town saying he knew who was the killer and what had happened. And he said he was a witch hunter and that he could help rid our town of the evil that had come to it. What did this man look like? Uh, and so the man he describes is, you know, youngish, you know, dark hair, very Alexander looking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. So... <clears throat> Uh, yeah, he said, so, you know, you know, two of our townsfolk who've been here most of their lives, they were, you know, Luke Mirai and his wife, Juliet Mirai, and, uh, they were found just murdered in the most brutal way. And their daughter, Matilda, you know, had gone missing. And so this gentleman comes into town and he said, you know, this town has been stricken by a witch and you know, we couldn't believe it, but 
you know, Matilda wasn't there. You know, both of her parents were just brutally killed. Her their innards torn from them and scattered around their their small house. And uh, the man showed us a dagger. He said, you know, this dagger has the power to hunt evil. And this dagger, it had sort of this bizarre curved blade. It was something I'd never seen before. And this handle that was darker than night. And he said, you know, this, this dagger could help hunt out evil. And every time it vanquished evil, it's, uh, it's, handle would get blacker and blacker and so he looking at how black it was he said and so you can see you know it has truly vanquished a lot of evil in its day Hmm. um and then you know the next day you know so he said i will vanquish this town and uh he went out into the woods and uh he found you know the missing daughter matilda and he um said, look, behold, you know, she has confessed to me. Uh, I found her wandering in the woods. You know, I cleaned her up, but she had like blood all around her mouth and her hands. Like she'd been eating the entrails of her parents. Um, and I'm just going to show you real quick. That's a rough idea of what the dagger looked like. Nice. Uh, and, you know, he, you know, he said, and he found this, 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 the daughter Matilda, and he said, she is the witch, and the only way this town is going to be rid of evil is if we punish her, you know, as a witch should be punished. Um, and so, you know, he, the, the town sort of was in its terror, entered into sort of a, a mob state, and, uh, and shamefully, we took her to the black tree out in the woods. Uh, it's just this tree that's, you know, much older than much of the forest around it. Uh, and it sort of oozes this black sap that's not really good for, for boiling down. And, you know, we thought he was going to, you know, burn her the way we usually burn witches. But he insisted that this dagger needed, needed the blood of the evil in order to absorb the evil into this handle. And so... It was horrible. He he tied her to the tree, um, and, and this girl was still in shock. I don't even know if she knew what was happening to her, but you know she, you know she was a witch. So we we went along, and he just started cutting her and pulling out all of her organs, and she was screaming and she was screaming in pain, and that finally broke through, you know, her shock, and. Then at the last moment, as she, you know, was at the peak of her pain, you know, I don't know what happened, but suddenly she screamed at us. She cursed God. She cursed us. She cursed us and told us we were all going to burn in hell and that the devil has shown her that, you know, we are going there. And then she expired. And, uh, you know, that began the dark period of this town, and that was the first visitor. I don't know if that's the visitor you're looking for. He is, uh, he is, he is certainly one we seek. He is not our friend. I'm going to hand the, the flask back to him and wait while he takes a drink. And, and then, Ulrich, sorry, go ahead. Ulrich has heard the description of this dagger, and I'm looking at the picture, 
and uh, it looks eastern. So Ulrich would like to roll lore to see if he potentially has heard stories of Stagger in the past. Definitely, yeah. Why don't you give it a... Lore occult or lore Christianity? Why don't you give it a... Uh, let me see. Let me take a look at your character. Um... They're, they're identical stats. I just didn't know which was the more appropriate. Probably occult. Okay. Any modifier? Um... You're from the east, so why don't you make it a minus 20 modifier? Nice. East coast is the best coast. <laughs> All right. Here it comes. Ooh, nice. Boom. Okay. So, um, yeah, Ulrich. Ulrich knows that is not a magic dagger. It is a dagger with a curved blade. It is one of the preferred tools of the uh, assassins. Nice. I don't know how you pronounce the actual. Um, and usually what you know is that the blade is, you know, a normal curved blade. And um, the handle is made out of onyx. That's why it's, you know, so black. But obviously, it has no power to uh, do uh, anything magic. But usually, if it's a true like assassin blade, um, it would have this kind of symbol on the handle. Okay. Uh, so you don't know if that symbol is present, but that typically marks it as a truly official dagger of the you know assassins. Of the uh, of the Middle East. Okay. Um. So Ulrich's drawn into the conversation now, and he, he asked if there was a, any particular symbol on the on the dagger to see if he gets that okay. confirmation from the guy. Let me. Uh... Huh. He says, you know. There may have been, you know, I'd, I'd never got a good look at the dagger. I was honestly terrified of it. But there, yes, there may have been some kind of symbol sort of engraved into into the base of the handle. Uh, not the literal base, but down where, like, the right. bottom of your hand rests. Uh, uh, yeah, is there anything else, or Felix, or... No, he doesn't want to Jones? share this with the guy there so um, okay. maybe uh, if you can make eye contact with the other guys and maybe give just a slight shake no when uh, this our subject is not paying attention to him otherwise okay. he'll wait till the subject's not around to explain okay. what All he right. believes yeah I, I mean Gil Bean's pretty clear this is not a uh, that you know well he recognized Alexander so Right. All right. And uh, Felix or Brother Giles, is there anything you're curious about or you want to jump in with? Um, I guess I'm just curious to know, like, what, what happened after that. But okay, thing I can think of about like this this particular event. Okay. Um, yeah. So then after that, you know, it went from bad to worse. Um. We uh, 
sadly, a few weeks before this first visitor came, we discovered one of our our neighbors had uh, had developed leprosy. Um, our sort of good friend Claude Poincare started showing symptoms, and we were forced to banish him uh, to you know to live in the woods away from away from us and other people. And on my hunt, a few days, you know, after, you know, we murdered the witch. Um, and, it's, and it's obvious he believes that Matilda was a witch, especially from the things she said right before she died. Um, but yeah, so, you know, shortly after, you know, this first uh, traveler passed through, I came across Claude Poincare in the woods and he was brutally dead in much the same way that we had killed Matilda. Um, I don't know if he was just out in the woods trying to find food. I don't know what it was. I was on an early morning hunt, so I just assumed it had been the night before. Um, and he was, you know, and he was murdered. And then shortly after that, um, you know, another one of our neighbors, uh, Albert Barden, um, Noticed he hadn't come out of his house for a few days. So eventually we broke down the house, uh, the, the door, and we found him uh, inside. His throat had been crushed. Um, his eyes were barely in his head. His face was purple. But, you know, the door and all the shutters were still locked from the inside. And we started to realize there was still evil in this town. And so the first thing we did is we realized we needed to to purge, you know, Matilda's house and all of her earthly belongings. So we burned down her house and he points over to the sort of rubble uh, that you noticed when you first entered town. Um, and then, you know, while we were burning down their house, you know, two other travelers, you know, entered town. Um, honestly, I don't know much about them. Uh, and, and, you know, I don't know how long they were here for, but, you know, for some reason, shortly after they arrived and I guess after they left, you know, nobody else at least died in town. Um, but, you know, milk, uh, right, right when they arrived, milk was, you know, coming out of the cows spoiled. Uh, there was a litter of piglets that were born with no hoofs. And then these crows started you know, just landing everywhere in town. And, you know, attacking us as we tried to move from through the clearings or from house to house. Uh, and why doesn't everybody give me a perception check with a... Yeah, give me a perception check. Okay. Any modifier? Uh, no. Okay. Yes, Jesus. Yep. So much for my 11s. <laughs> Ooh, he makes it alright uh, so Ulrich you notice that you're not exactly sure you're not exactly sure what detail sort of triggered him but you could tell as he was telling that part of the story you know he sort of like rubbed his palms a little bit on his you know his pants legs and he seemed to get going back towards nervousness um, and away from uh, sort of the more relaxed he'd been telling 
not relaxed like he was enjoying telling the story about a you know a teenager getting her right. stomach sliced open but <coughs> that part was coming a little more naturally and now it's starting to get back to being tense and, and what was the, the trigger moment when i perceived this what was he relaying to us it was point? you just noticed that during that last thing where he talked about like you know um you know two strangers came to town uh he wasn't sure you know when they left uh right before that like you know the cows started giving spoiled milk the hooves the hoofless pigs and uh the crows so something during that segment um sort of started to get him tense again right and he's seated and we're kind of standing around him correct correct yeah Uh, so I kind of lean down to him. I put a hand on his shoulder and I say, brother, I, I feel that you're ready to, to pass the burden of the full truth. Trust that you can tell us everything that you know and everything that you suspect. The weight will not be too great for us to carry. And it may give you some relief to know that you shared it with uh, your brothers. Okay. Uh, so, Rex, what I'd like you to do is, again, if you could give me an influence role modified by everyone else's brawn, which I think was a plus 15. Okay. So I'm going to add, I'm going to put... Uh, yeah, put it plus 15, yeah, positive 15 in the modifier. Okay. Minus 15? Minus 15. Oh, minus, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Duh, duh, duh. Yeah, sorry. Minus 15. Okay. That's Thanks, fine. Doc. Hmm. I was like, man, he's I'm hanging out with a bunch of wusses. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, our brawn uh, makes it more likely for you to fail. And you said influence? Influence, yeah. All right. Here it comes. Not going to happen. Okay. Uh, so he... Um, He's, he says, look, the, the burden is a burden that I will, you know, pray over and unload with, you know, our Lord and Savior Jesus. But I have nothing else to tell you. And so I'm going to leave and go home now. And so he stands up sort of gathering a little bit of resolve uh, to start pushing his way out the door. I just turned to Ghibelline with a... Are we letting them go look? <laughs> when did I become the party leader? Uh, yeah, what, what does everybody want to do? I decided I did not want to be the party leader. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not so sure we're going to get much more out of him. I'm, I'm tempted to just let him go. Gilbean will just shrug back at Albrecht. Ulrich, whatever your fucking name is. <laughs> And I'll say, oh, and, what, and what of our our friend that, you know, seemed to be simple? I don't honestly know. I I know he arrived in town. I don't know when he left, um, but I'm sorry. And he starts to walk out the door. Who was he with? Uh, there was someone who was helping him, but I, I don't know anything about him either. I, I barely saw them, and I'm, I'm sorry. And he starts walking it's towards fine. his house. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll say to Giles. I, I don't think he knows anymore. I think, but 
We certainly know this is the place to dig. All right. And uh, yeah, is there anything else anyone wants to mention or something before he's completely gone? I feel like, um, it, and I'll, I, if you don't want to let me, um, I have, I realize I have a thing called Drunkard's Poison, which um, allows you, like, magnifies the effect of alcohol. I hmm. may have slipped a little bit, a little bit of that in my flask, if you'll let me. So he's going to be yeah. like massively drunk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. Why not? So as he's starting to walk back, you see him starting to hit him and he's starting to stumble a little bit. Yeah. But he's I just still... wanted to be like, you know, not be credible okay. or, and or forget that this, that, you know, everything we asked him. Got it. All right. So he, uh, eventually with great difficulty, uh, makes it to his house and you, see him sort of struggle to slam the door and you hear sort of latches go in place and uh with that we will fade to black nice nice good job art oh thank you yeah um yeah we are finally at the town yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the town of the crows it was good nice like good pictures of stuff nice stuff yeah so nice um yeah just i mean i, I don't want to everybody but just for the people who've done foundry is making pictures like that pop up is that easy to share like if you wanted to yeah yeah that's cool great. i mean you cool. well, roll 20 it's not hard either as okay. long as you have the pictures got it my intention is to jump to foundry um and play with that a lot yeah uh, you know and i'm i mean foundry is not perfect it's it's pretty good it doesn't have cards which kind of ticks me off but mm. yeah they may add them eventually okay uh, all right well so. I do appreciate it, guys. Thank you. I hope this was all right. And we are rounding the home stretch, obviously. So, you know, for those yeah. of us who are looking to clear up schedule space, it might no, not be I'm, that I'm much enjoying longer. it. Yeah. All right. Definitely. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm having a good time, it's, too. So, it's I'm hoping the only okay. game that Paul and Blair have, the only RPG they have. So, man, we got <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of writing on it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No Make pressure. A break. Yeah. No all pressure. right. Man, well, thank you very much, guys. I, I know. Uh, for some of it's late, some of us have to jump off, so I'll, I'll let everyone. Yeah. Head well, out thanks and... again, Art. Put another doodle out there, man. Let's keep it going. I will. Yeah. yeah thank yeah. you. All, All right. right. Good to you guys. Take All right. Yeah, it was good to talk to you, Paul. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And Blair, always. Yeah. 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 Blair, definitely always. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. Have a good All night. All right. Bye, boys. Yeah. Bye. Hey, can anyone hear me? Yes. Hey, how you doing, Doc? How's it going? Pretty good. Nice. Saw you had some fantastic uh, ace level rolling. I did. I really did. <laughs> the, the best rolls <laughs> when they're at the worst time. Exactly. And uh, I respect. Uh, I respect that you went with Curtis. Uh, yeah. Curtis? Uh, no, no, no. What did you? I was just looking at the. Uh, uh, yeah, courtesy. Oh, I yeah. Respect yeah. that Curtis, you upped that. It seemed, uh, seemed like a skill uh, that uh, my dude might need. Definitely. I mean, there's no skill that's called get laid, so I guess. 
<laughs> if it's not courtesy plus seduction, what is it? Right. Well, you know, back then, they, you know, uh, intercourse meant talking and uh, what was it? Yeah. Crazy people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but how's everything been going the last couple of days? Pretty good. Nice. I mean, I'm through it now, so. Oh, yeah, you were. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had two two straight days of going to the hospital, and the one yesterday, wow! Kicked oh, my yeah. Is it is is this like just stuff you're gonna have to do for a while, or is this stuff? Yeah, that this you're... was this is this is my new uh, regimen. So you know, you go in and they uh, they inject you for two hours. Mm. So I eventually I'll get to where it's every eight weeks. Uh, and they go, yeah, it might make you a little tired. And I went to the first one and I was kind of tired afterwards. And then like I did this one and, you know, for like the first hour or two, you're fine. And like my wife, I was like laid down after that yesterday and it was like six, seven o'clock. And, you know, then I, my wife's like trying to wake me up and I'm just like growling at her. <laughs> she's, she's thinking she's going to have to sleep on the couch because I'm like sprawled across the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and like I could barely walk. I was oh, exhausted. I was exhausted. I haven't been oh. that tired. I don't know when I've been that tired. Since AAC con. Perhaps. perhaps. <laughs> Different kind of tired. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sucks, though. It's uh. But I mean, I guess what are you going to do? That's just hey, it if is. it works, if it works, I'll take it. And, you know, yeah. I don't know that it's going to be like that all the time. I don't know if that's the when you get used to it. Who knows? We'll play yeah. it by ear. It's not that big a deal if, if you know, I just I just sleep. I slept for like 12 hours last night. So, Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Now, is this uh, one of the days you're eating or is this a skip day? Uh, I'm not doing that. I'm just doing one meal a day now. So we're seeing. Oh, OK. I, yeah. So I ate. Nice. I got to start doing something like that. Are you still thinking you might make it? Yeah. So I, um, you know, I sent my money in and I was talking to my wife and she had been talking about doing a trip, like literally the next week for, because the kids have off. Uh And I was like, okay. (laughs) Well, that, that, yeah. So I was like, oh, what? And she's like, you know, we could fly here, but then she's like, you know, let's just keep it simple. And uh, I was like, okay, so. What basically what it means is that I I don't get paid if I you know if I'm not working I probably mentioned so I didn't want to give up too much time so she's gonna do something much more simple so I'm not gonna have to lose work so in the next couple days I'm gonna start uh, booking a flight I think Uh, I'm about to yeah I'm about to get my first uh, starting to uh, get the shots and everything so good good definitely be vaccinated sounds like everybody else is. I think, I think I think I think the world's going to be vaccinated now. Who knows what what's going to happen by then? But, right. You know, I yeah, had I had money I had to spend on airline tickets, or it was going to go away. So it was a pretty easy decision. Oh, nice. Uh, when when are you getting in? Tuesday at noon. Oh, okay. Is that yeah. sort of the unspoken day most people arrive, or do people it is, sort of? It, it's it's become that. I don't know if it's going to be like that this year, but okay. Um, you know, you, it's fine, but you know, like uh, they started doing it two or three years ago, and yeah, there's usually enough people there that you can find something to do. And if okay. they're not, you know, whatever, it's fine. It's not yeah, like I'm going to be doing any useful work that day anyway. <laughs> right. And Dallas, known for its strip clubs. Yeah, 
There's also Madness, which is a you can you know a 15 minute and a decent game store. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh nice. Madness Comics and Games. Yeah, it's. I mean, they even have some war games. You know, a shelf or two. Right. But yeah. Go ahead. Have you started filling your dance card up? No, not yet. That seems it seems premature. Although people were talking in Rocket today about. I don't know if you're in the fantasy and. I was looking at that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It seems like there's a whole retro thing going on, which would be pretty cool. So yeah, I'll probably sign up for those. Who knows? Nice. The Naval minis thing. I mean, I would do it one day, but I don't know. Like with 16 people doing it, that seems kind of crazy. Right. Well, do you think they'll actually, I mean, last through the whole thing? Do you think they can? Oh, no, no, no. And it'll be. I mean, 16 people almost makes it makes me want to do it just because then it'll be <laughs> a total shit show. Right. You know, and guys doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And... Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I, I picture like the first hour and a half being the very classy, dignified. Oh, no. Like the black Not and white picture they posted. And then hour two, they're drunk. Yeah, no, I mean, then... if it's going to happen at night, people are going to start off drunk, so. True. Now, if Clay's doing it, um, he'll be he'll be very uh, serious about it. But ah, okay, like in a good way or in a way that? Oh yeah, no, in a good way. Okay. He won't, I mean, he won't be a dick about it, but he'll just he'll be serious. Okay. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I've uh, like I've probably mentioned I've only ever met Paul face to face, so it'll be mm-hmm. nice to. I mean, and that's yeah, that's an interesting perspective on the guild for sure. Yeah, or it'll turn out that oh, art is just like Ace, and oh God. <laughs> if you're not, I'm going to be disappointed, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's. I guess I'll show up in my tidy whiteies, like. Uh, yeah, uh, Ace's inspiration. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I don't even like, like your character picture. I have this other mental image of Ace. Um, <laughs> that yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what you look like. Yeah, I uh, I look like a. I think I've seen you, you because you did a YouTube video or something, or you post. I don't know. I think I have some vague idea what you look like. Yeah, I think the first time somebody asked, "Is this camera live?" and I stuck my head under it. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's. Um, But yeah, I was also, you know, sort of mentioning Paul, and hopefully he can make it tonight. Sounded like he was and said, "Are we doing it tonight?" And I said, "Yes." So. Oh, cool. Sounds like he was going through some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it did sound that way. I don't know what it was, but. What's up, guys? Hey, Blair. hey, what's up, Blair? How you doing? I'm all right. Saw you rolled your stuff, and it looks like you did pretty well. Yeah, I did. Uh, three out of the four looked like. Yeah, three out of four. Three out of four ain't bad. Oh my god. Rolling down to old Maui, me boys. Rolling down to old Maui. <laughs> I'm pretty impressed, Art, that you've got uh what is that, four lights for a for like the uh just the little battle mat there? Yeah, it's um so yeah, they, they come in packages of two, so that's part of why. <laughs> um, and so they're not, to. I mean, God, like you can just buy one legged asshole. Uh, <laughs> so it's, um, they're, they're 
I started with one a long time ago that was not good. These are a lot better. They're dimmable. They have a diffuser on the front. You know, they're LEDs, so it doesn't get hot in here. Um, and then I, I tried two, and it wasn't enough. So then I got another two, and that ended up working out. But basically, it, it's one of those things where I don't know how much... I didn't really know this much about photography, even though I went to film school, but you're looking to get a, I don't know if you guys care about lenses and stuff like that, but what you want to do is you want to get a lens that's got like a really low F stop, which is like how low light it can go. But then you want to have enough light so that you have to close it up a little bit. And that tends to give you the sharpest image. And so with these four lights, I take my lens that's really good in low light. I get it super bright. So then I close up the lens and then you get a much better, uh, much better image. Um, it's, it's all sort of like this dumb rabbit hole. Like for a while, my rabbit hole, you know, Blair, I think we were talking about like microphones and stuff for a little right. bit. Um, that was one rabbit hole. And then the next rabbit hole was figuring out some camera stuff and things like that for no reason whatsoever. We, I wouldn't know anything about rabbit holes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly it's like the <laughs> guild is based on it but mm -hmm. yeah the guild is just one big rabbit hole let's be honest <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah that uh we all go in one direction and then somebody says look squirrel and we all go in another direction <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> oh man do we have a shorf yes you do. hey paul how you doing Good. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. Doing all right. I don't remember what this program was called that we use. <laughs> it's called Foundry. Foundry VTT. <laughs> exactly. Foundry. Uh, Fantasy Grounds. Fantasy Grounds Asshole Edition. <laughs> are we? We're on the old edition. Is that where we ended up? We're on non Unity. Or are we no, on this is Unity. Oh, yeah. on. I hope so, because that's where I am. So, yeah. Non-Unity. It, it just says Fantasy Grounds on my computer. It doesn't say Unity. So it's hard for me to tell. Yeah, I have both installed on my machine, and so it's kind of annoying because I like started up the old one because right. that one just says Fantasy Grounds. I don't know where the hell like the Unity one went, but like the only way I can find it is like starting up the Start menu and actually searching for Unity. Weird. Like, <laughs> oh weird like i don't even know where it is but whatever <laughs> but this is I, i'm running it on the like crappy old laptop that should have died a long time ago because i don't have access to a desktop computer right now okay is it are you uh does your wife lower the lotion for you to put in the basket <laughs> 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 Well, the thing is, like, I have I have my work computer, like, literally the computer from my office at work. Mm -hmm. And that is what I, and that that's, like, you know, what I use just pretty much for everything. Like, the desktop computer she has in the office that mm -hmm. she's using, which is really just a spare bedroom. But, right. You know, and so when we have to do, like, family-type stuff, you know, I'll just use that computer for like paying bills and stuff like that. But you know, right. if I'm gonna be playing game, well, she's working up there right now. So yeah, all I have is my my work computer, which granted I did put Vassal on some time ago, but <laughs> I don't want to like go so far as to you know, like I don't want to stick too much on it. Right. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, Something just stuff I sort of chalk up to like, oh, that's yeah, that's it. I was uh, doing a class on Java, and then this was exactly. an application. So, Paul, what's up, man? You know, I'm I'm trying to get trying to get this program running here. No, I got. I'm close. There it is. It is. Make sure you uh, run the updates. Update the updater. Oh no! Check for updates. It's crucial. It won't work otherwise. No That's joke. That's also true. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Has your uh, it's has it been your work, Paul, that just cratered you, or it worked? Yeah, yeah, you know, just just general despair. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, you're not alone. So are we in like light at the end of the tunnel areas, or is it still just oh god damn it? Maybe he's busy. Fantasy Grounds probably took away his mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> updating it was a mistake. <laughs> it just sold your social security number. <laughs> I'm just going to update it one more time. I feel like that didn't work. It did successfully reboot my laptop. Cheesy <laughs> <laughs> mm, peasy. We're, I mean, we're supposed to get everybody tonight, right? I know Rex is. Rex has some, sometimes some challenging issues with his putting his son to bed. Yeah, I think he wrote in Rocket that he'd be a few minutes. Oh, yeah. I've not been in Rocket recently. Everybody's here, and somebody had to fucking split the party. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Oh, what? Who would do that? Please. That's crazy. That's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. All right. I'm updated. Nice. Attempting to connect. Oh, what's the password? It's a jackass with ats instead of A's. That's exactly. right. That's right. You really don't open Rocket anymore, do you? <laughs> Very rarely. Uh, oh. Turns out if you need to remove the A's. Try again. Nice. Oh, here we go. Acquiring file list. Perfect. Yeah, so... For all things, for all considered, you know, Paul, the one you missed last time, there wasn't a ton of forward progress. There was a big fight for a while. There's a lot of uh, garbage time. Um, nice, nice. Split the party. Uh, there was some, yeah, party splitting. Mm-hmm. Felix, come back, baby. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> It's all coming back now. Yeah. So one thing uh, Blair and Duck have taken care of is they've already done their character advancement. Um, I can walk you through that a little bit if you want to do it. Sure. Let's do it. 
All right. So let me character so I can see. So if you look, this is something that I thought was a very clever way to do it. So, Doc, thank you for this. Um, if you take your intelligence score, uh -huh. which for you is a 12, and you see in the bottom left corner of the whole screen, there's that little modifier box. Yeah. Okay, so enter a 12 into that modifier box. Okay. And then pick a skill that you want to improve. Uh, you have the weapon skills are on the front main tab, and then the regular skills are on the second tab. And if uh, the, the the lower the skill is, the better your chances you're going to be able to improve it. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. Because you want you're going to roll with that plus twelve, and you, you in order to get the best improvement, you want to fail. Right. Okay. Okay. How many am I going to do? Uh, you're going to do your charisma is twelve. You're going to do three. You get to pick three skills. You can try again, right? Like, can you roll the same skill twice? Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right, let's see here. Courtesy. Um, Courtesy. Courtesy's rock solid, man. <laughs> What did already Brawn. Um, I feel like I should do a weapon skill. Right. Um, is that the attack percentage is the skill? Or what yeah, so if you double click the number under the attack percentage, that'll do a skill check. There you go. All right. Oh, nice. Nice. Ooh. I failed the shit out of that. You should get he you did. You failed with <laughs> That's a critical failure. <laughs> Disastrous, it even says. Got that goes... out of my system early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so now you roll one D four plus one and add that to that little sixty-nine. One D four. So three. So three. Yeah. Ah crap, I rolled it again. Wow. Uh, how do I wasting all those <laughs> shitty rolls. <laughs> Get them out now. Get them out now. <laughs> 72. Okay, there we go. Um, now, I just want to point out that you don't have a mace on you. I know. That's just... Okay. Mistakes <laughs> <laughs> were made. <laughs> I uh, may have accidentally double clicked, but then I felt like I got a good roll, so I should just roll with it. I actually nice. have a long story. Right. Yeah, well, we gotta get to get mace, I think. Yeah, well, would you rather mace. do longsword or do you want to stick with mace? Um, if I'm allowed to change my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Just change that first one back to 69, raise longsword. Uh one hand. In. All those 69s was really pleasing to me, but I'm that's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh so yeah, so longsword one hand, longsword two hand, they both go up to this uh oh, oh, 70. Nice. 72. Oh, I did kite shield. That's not I should, I should have done the other ones. 69. Right? Or the two oh the two hundred one's fifty-nine. Okay, this is just go up to like sixty-two. Yeah, but I don't know why that that one should be 
the same mistakes as the may first. have been made three yeah, months make ago. them both 72 <laughs> all right uh okay that's one um the 12. i'll do let's see here evade sounds good oh <laughs> <laughs> all right so that one just goes up by one point okay okay and i changed the like yeah the number in the, the middle box oh hey rex how you doing i am just taking a moment basking in the dulcet zone tones of p shorts voice uh rolling some skill checks now i know heroin addicts feel like when they uh <laughs> when, they, when they fall off the <laughs> some of that sweet french action i'm telling you straight life has nothing on this so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i feel like i need to go away just so rex misses me <laughs> just a moment <laughs> private room I, uh, so I, I succeeded at my first effort to improve a skill, so I just added one to it, and now I understand what you mean by the middle box. Got it. Okay, so, cool. So my slight or sleet has gone up by one point. Nice. Uh, and what happens if I fail? Do I, I mean, die? It just goes up by one. If you, if you quote-unquote pass a skill, it just goes up by one. Right. And if I if I fail, I already did oratory. And then you do one d four plus one. It goes up by one d four. Oh, okay. Failure is success. This is your game, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Finally found it. All right, I'm done. I've rolled three of them. Nice. Um, trying to decide what else to improve. He's just too perfect, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't really see like direct combat skills in the main skills tab. You got to go to your the first page. Go to main. Yeah, main. right. Yeah. It's under melee and missile. Melee and missile. Okay. And, and then yeah, if you double click the number under the attack percentage column, that's your skill roll. Okay, um, that's pretty good. Uh, so I don't think we'll try that. That's pretty good as well. So I'll just go try something else here. I will try to improve my resilience. So we'll see what that seems like a good thing to to be is resilient. Nice. Perfect. Um, so I rolled a 65 to 80. So that is in excess of my current resilience skill. So now I will roll a 1d4. Nice. And it's 1d4 plus 1? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So my resilience goes up a whopping 5. With that. Come at me, bro. Uh, and I will go ahead and since it's right there, I will also try to 
improve my persistence. Actually, I'm going to try to improve my perception. That seems like a good thing to be better at. Okay, so that will also be a 24. Whoa! Okay, my 1d4 went off the table. Interesting. Hmm. Hey, nice. I like that. I like <laughs> <Nice>. that. <laughs> Screw the one that went off the table. Much better. Huh. All right. Uh, okay. I have improved three skills, or trained three skills. Nice. All right. Then I guess, real quick, mine's always a lame answer these days, but uh, drink orders. What's everybody drinking? Just coffee. <laughs> I actually have a bottle of bourbon here. I'm working on oh, nice. What kind of bourbon? Kentucky Owl. <laughs> I brought it. I brought it upstairs at one point for a game, and I have not drinking it since. But I, when I was getting fantasy grounds set up, I saw it peeking out behind my TV. Nice, nice, unexpected bourbon. Cherry <laughs> <laughs> uh, vanilla tequila. Oh wow! Nice. Wow. Mm -hmm. My wife made limoncello. Like, oh, yeah. how did it come time. out? Very good. I told what, did she, what did she use as her base? Vodka, vodka. or okay. So I, I I told her she's starting down the path to That's great. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll take a picture of my shelf of shame and send it to her. <laughs> it was really good. I, so she's making some more. Yeah, nice. lemon cello is pretty. We have a we have a lemon hookup, and we can buy vodka, <laughs> so we're good to go. That's right. <laughs> That Very nice. Well. All right. So, I mean, I know I type it up and blah, blah, blah. Does anybody want to do, you know, for the two listeners, a uh, hmm. quick recap? Have you gotten, has anybody pinged you uh, like, hey, I listen kind of thing to this? No, no. Okay. Did you really, like, <laughs> no, I mean, there, I mean, there, there are listeners. It's, uh, I just wonder, like, you know. So, like, I think Uncle John listens to some. I don't know if he listens to this one. Samer listens to others. Um, I think Backdoor but, said at one point that he listened to at least one of these. And okay. Anthony listens to everything, right? I think he might. I think he might. He might. I think he does. Although we're getting pretty uh, prodigious in our output, so we might have swamped Anthony. We might have broken him. Everything, <laughs> so. I, got, I got nothing on the recap art. Oh, yeah, man. unfortunately, I don't. Uh, I, I remember your feet. Um, right. <laughs> and I remember us fighting some there were, wolves. There were hellhounds. That's right. And yeah. I, rem I remember um, Rexing successfully <laughs> and getting shit about it from Doc. So, uh, that might be called ducking. I don't know. I think it is ducking. It probably is. So, I mean, I, I can't, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you say that like it's a bad thing. I'm proud of that. <laughs> and so. Paul, there may have been some liberties taken with your characters' <laughs> incontinence. <Anus. laughs> 
Uh, so just, you know, yes and that if it comes up. <laughs> we'll sort of give a wink when it's yeah. When's what we're I'm talking gonna need, about. Uh, when my character comes up to you and says, I'm going to need those beads back, just, you know, just <laughs> punch your teeth a little. Exactly. It helps if you bear down. Yeah. <laughs> 